Hello, hello, people. Yes, sir. My name is Brady Pointer, host of The Point. Welcome back for a little bit of draft review. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys round one through three. Uh, got a lot of interesting selections there, especially in that third round. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, a lot of questions being asked about what Dallas is doing. I think I have a pretty decent idea about what they were doing. Um, but we're going to start here in the first round. A lot of action at the beginning of this draft. A lot of trades going out. Trades were flying even at the beginning of the second round yesterday. Um, a lot of trades flying around. So it's been a very active draft. Very fun to watch. Very interesting. Um, uh, Dallas ran into some issues with uh, Denver and Carolina. Both taking the corners they wanted. Uh, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan were both off the board. Horn went to Carolina. Sertan went to Denver. So that puts Dallas kind of in a hole there in the first round. Um you know, you would have liked to see them take a corner. That was probably their biggest need. But they went with Micah Parsons instead, linebacker out of Penn State. You know, he was, uh, according to Dallas, he was their best defensive prospect. They had him ranked higher than the corners uh, in Sertan and Horn. So, uh, I like I like Parsons. That he's got a lot of raw talent. Doesn't have a whole lot of sample. Doesn't have a big sample size in terms of just you know the amount of games he played in college. But he is uh, big. He's strong. He's fast. Uh, the, the, his speed is probably his biggest at his biggest uh, attribute. You know, he ran sub four four forty in the combine. Um, he plays sideline to sideline, pursues really well, and really knows how to get after the quarterback. And I think, you know, um, Dallas also had Rashawn Slater on the board. He went to pick later. He went to pick 13 to uh, the Chargers. So Dallas could have gone offensive tackle in this in this position. But I think uh, they were really thinking, well, who do they trust more? Do they trust their tackles more in the health and play aspect, or do they trust their linebackers? And uh, with this pick, it, goes, it just shows you who they have more faith in, and it's not the linebackers because – Leighton Van Der Esch's fifth-year option is looming. Don't know if they're going to pick that up. Uh, Jalen Smith, like I said, he's just not playing great football. And you know you gotta gotta get that uh, gotta get that core built up back in that linebacker. You gotta get that linebacking core built back up, especially with Sean Lee departure. He's retiring, um, so they need they needed another linebacker. They needed someone that could fly around the football. You know, I think Parsons' biggest issue is he's not that great in coverage, but he does have good speed, which means he can stick with tight ends. Um, so it will be fun to see him get out there and play football. He does have some character, some off the field issues. There was a there was a hazing allegation. Um, I guess the hazing turned sexual in nature. And it was a civil suit. There was no criminal. He had uh, Parsons has no criminal matter pending against him, according to him. Uh, the the school itself was you know um, told they didn't have anything wrong, any wrongdoing. So the school was relieved of any issue as well. So this is more of a civil matter. Um, so, but Parsons said that the Cowboys have done. The Cowboys said that they've done their research. They've talked to Parsons. They feel like he's the guy for them. And he, and he fits what they want to do in Dallas's 4-3 scheme. I think he'll probably be more of their pass-rushing quarterback. Um, that's what he does best. So I think he can uh, get some of the load off of uh, Jalen Smith and help Jalen recognize plays be- plays better so he doesn't play himself out of so many games, so many plays, because that was Jalen's biggest issue last season is the man was just in the wrong gap constantly. So I, I don't I have an issue with this pick. You know, Dallas was kind of put in a tough position with Sertan and Horn both being gone, which was a possibility. And I think they did the best they could out of it. I don't mind this Parsons pick. I Hopefully he can come in and make an impact early on using that speed and size to disrupt things in the passing game, get to the quarterbacks. I really do think he can rush the quarterback well, and I think that's going to help out Dallas a lot. Um, if they can, if their pass rush on the defensive line was anything like it was last year, getting a guy like um, Micah Parsons will help out. So... 
moving on to the second round now. Uh, the Cowboys go with Kelvin Joseph, finally getting that corner out of Kentucky. Uh, you know, Kelvin Joseph has another small sample size. He was uh, started out at LSU, had some disciplinary issues there, transferred out, went to Kentucky, sat out a season because of the transfer rule, so he didn't play the 2019 season. And, you know, he's got first-round talent. You know, the man plays hard. The man's got great ball skills. He's super athletic. It's just see, he's only played in 20 combined games throughout his college career. And he plays similar to J.C. Horn. You know, he's got that he's got that dog mentality. He's going to go out there. He's going to play hard. He's going to go out there. He's going to chirp a little bit. And I think that's what Dallas needs. I, I said that in my last podcast. That a guy like Horn is what Dallas needs. And that's a guy like Kelvin Joseph. Questions about his maturity. Uh, whether or not he can stay you know, committed to football on and off the field. Uh, but he's quick. He's fast. He's a sub-4-4 guy. Uh, played really well against Devontae Smith. Uh, last season in college football, he was one of the only few corners in the in the in you know, all of college football that could stick with him. That ran that was in his hip pocket almost the entire game. So that's you know that's a bright spot. You know, like I said, he's got that first round talent. He's super athletic. He's got some great ball skills. You know, it's just this is his maturity there for NFL football, and you know, it's just the sample size too. You know, twenty games is not a whole lot to go off of. He's got raw talent. It's just, can he be polished and refined to be a very solid NFL corner? He'll probably play on the outside and using that as size and athleticism to beat taller receivers. Moving on to the third round. Now, the third round is where things get very interesting for Dallas. Now, this is where the head scratching starts to come in. You know, Kelvin Joseph was a fine pickup. You know, you question whether or not Dallas is taking in the character issues into account here. Obviously, they're not so much because both the first, the first two round picks um, both have issues off the field. But, you know, you move to the third round, and Dallas, you know, starts to kind of stray from where people thought they were going to go. You know, doubt, you know, people kind of had them maybe picking defensive line here, and they did just that. Their first pick in the third round was Oso Odigizua. Oso Odigizua, defensive tackle out of UCLA. Um, you know, the thing with Odigizua is he's very versatile. He can play up and down the line. Um, I think... Uh, he was playing nose tackling. UCLA ran a, a 3-4 uh, here in Dallas. He'll probably be the three tech uh, under Dan Quinn, or with the potential to move out to the five if his if five tech if his pass rush skills can develop. Um, he's got pretty decent length in his arms for someone that's six two, so that can that will help him get around defenders. Uh, you know, he's just got he's got some strength issues. Um, slightly undersized for a defensive tackle, but uh, he has very good leverage. He knows how to win. He has a wrestling pass he was a three-time state champion state champion in high school so he understands how to use leverage and how to get around people in one-on-one situations so that can only help um with developing his nfl play so this wasn't as big of a reach as the next two picks um maybe he could have what could have been there in the fourth you know but Dallas saw their guy. Dallas saw their fit for who, what they wanted to do on defense, and they went and got him. That's kind of the trend here with these third-round picks is Dallas is going and getting guys that fit what they want to do on defense. Best player available to be damned. But I don't mind this pick. I think he's he's a, he's a, he's a high-floor guy. He's already going to be kind of NFL-ready when he comes into the league. So... You know, that is also kind of the trend. You know, Dallas won, you know, I think Mike, Mike McCarthy said before the draft they wanted NFL-ready players at rookie contract prices, and this is what Osa Odigizua is. He could come in and potentially make an impact on the defensive line that needs that needs depth, especially the defensive tackle position. You know, Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore are the only ones there. You know, they need depth, and Odigizua can provide that and potentially make an impact his rookie season. 
Moving on to their second, third round pick, they go with Chauncey Golston, defensive end out of Iowa. Now, he's more of an end player. He's also still versatile. He can play anywhere on the line as well. Uh, but he'll probably start out as a 5-tech. He's 6'5", so he's got really good size. He uses that height to his advantage and getting around uh, slower tackles. And... You know, he his his biggest his biggest boost will come in the run game though for Golston. Uh, I think that will be a big help for a team that couldn't stop the run at all last season. Um, Dallas's front 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 four had no push against the run at all last season. I mean, the only the only def- defensive lineman that did anything remotely good against the run last season was Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence makes makes stops against the run constantly. That man is one of the highest graded run defenders in the league every year, past two seasons at least. So uh, they need help on the edge. They need help someone that can set the edge and not get beat, not get hooked. And that's what Chauncey Golston is going to be able to do. Another high floor guy, another guy that can come in and make an impact year one. So we'll see. Like this is like just Dallas had a trend they wanted to stick to here in this third round. And it's guys that can come in and make a play. And it's guys that fit what they want to do on defense. Best player available, be damned, the Cowboys said. Best player available, be damned. And there were still some pretty decent players on the board there. Uh, now the biggest issue, now the biggest head scratcher is this last pick. Now this is the comp pick they got for uh, Byron Jones walking, and they picked Nashawn Wright, uh, cornerback out of Oregon State, and this is the biggest head scratcher because Wright's got good size. He's got what you what Dan Quinn is looking for in a corner. You know, Dan Quinn likes the big, lengthy, long corners that can disrupt passing lanes in the zone scheme, and that's what Nashawn Wright is going to do. He's got like 33-inch arms. You know, he can rid out. He can reach his arms out there. He can get in the passing lanes and disrupt it there. He's got 4-4 speed and the combine, but he doesn't really play that fast. Uh, he has a tendency to get beat uh, by by faster receivers. So you know. What he can do uh, athletically in the NFL is going to be a question, but he does have the size. You know, he's six four, but he only weighs he weighs one eighty five. Uh, if he can get that weight up to about two hundred, that'd be nice. And this will be one we're watching for sure during camp. You know, being the third round pick, uh, a guy people are like, why did they go after him? It's because Dan Quinn likes long, lengthy, big corners, and that's what Nashawn Wright is. So we'll see what happens here. Um, he will definitely be someone I'm keeping my eye on once training camp rolls around because I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure. You know, Elijah Molden was still on the board. Um, if A2, if Melifonwu was still on the board, you know, Molden, Molden might have been a second round. And a lot of people had Molden going in in the second round. You know, if you can get a guy like that late in the third, you know, why you pass up on him? There must have been an issue there. Um or mainly it's just because Nashawn Wright fit what Dallas wants to do on defense. He fit the prototypical guy Dan Quinn looks for when he's drafting. You know, Dan Quinn has turned third, fourth, fifth round draft picks into stars before. Richard Sherman was a fourth or fifth round pick. So, and Nashawn Wright compared himself to Richard Sherman, called him more agile, quicker Richard Sherman, which I don't, I mean, let's wait till we get on the field, but, um, and that's another thing with these draft picks is, yeah, they may seem like head scratchers at the beginning, but we don't know how these players are going to pan out. We don't know if they're going to come in and make an impact, and they all very well might. So, but once again, if these players bust, then that really looks bad on Will McClay, who, you know, has had some hits in his in, in the past, but lately his, his misses have outweighed the hits. You know, the Taco Charlton pick wasn't that great. The Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith picks aren't turning out to be that great anymore. Uh, so there's been some issues with uh, Will McClay in his first and second round selections over the past couple years. And it seems like they do a lot better in the third, fourth, and fifth in the later rounds when you're really looking for depth. They tend to, tend to, tend to find those hidden gems there, but you, know, you don't know if, what you're going to get out of out of these three players. Uh, Nashawn White, Chauncey Golston, Oso Digizua. Um, 
those are head scratchers for sure. And, you know, the 2D lineman, not as much as the corner. Uh, but once again, Dallas filled needs. They didn't stray from what they needed on defense. Um, they got a little bit taller, a little bit bigger on defense, but they made, you know, as far as athletic ability and, you know, ability to just play in the NFL, that remains to be seen because, you know, a lot of people didn't even have Nashawn Wright going into like the sixth or seventh round. So this was a pretty, pretty, pretty big reach for the Cowboys in getting right. So it was definitely a guy they saw, they wanted, fit what they wanted to do, so they went and got him. And sometimes that happens in the draft. You see a guy that fits your scheme, you think he's a nice project, he has a high ceiling, and that's what they think of, that's what they think of right, and so be it, you know? We'll see what happens. The pick's already done, can't do anything about it now, but bitch. So we're just going to roll with it, and I think he fits what Dallas wants to do. Can he develop into an everyday starter for an NFL team? That remains to be seen. He definitely needs to put on some more weight, I believe, if that wants to happen. But, you know, it it's definitely a head-scratching third round. You know, Dallas typically does pretty decent in these rounds you expect them to take players that you know you've at least heard of you know a lot of people out when I was going through Twitter a lot of people like who the hell is Nashawn Wright which which goes to show you just how under the radar this guy was and how Dallas you know how confident Dallas feels that he can be something in this defense so that was rounds one through three for the Cowboys um overall I would probably give it a B plus just because the third round picks they filled needs, but they weren't necessarily the players you thought they were going to pick. A lot of them might have been picked a little bit further than they should have been. So I'll give it a B plus. Um, I think mainly because Dallas kind of passed up on some better players, I feel like. They could have picked better players that have better projections. Um, but they got their guys. They got who they wanted. You know, I don't run an NFL team. I'm just a guy behind a mic. So what do I know? But, you know, the Kelvin Joseph pick, the Micah Parsons pick are fine. Uh, it's just the third round. Things get a little wonky. You think, start thinking about, well, why why did they get these guys? Because they fit the scheme. They fit what Dallas wanted to do. And that's pretty much the only explanation that there is there. Um, so rounds four through seven are today. Uh, they started at 11. Uh, it's going to be an all-day affair, probably lasting into the early evening, five or six. Dallas has six picks. Yeah, six picks in today's draft, in today's rounds. They have a pick in every round, two in the fourth, one in the fifth, two in the sixth, one in the seventh. They need to go for some O-line depth, some safety depth, uh, since they didn't pick a true safety in the first two rounds. Uh, they really need to go after someone here. I think in a, if Jamar Johnson's there at 115, take Jamar Johnson. I think he's really good. Uh, he needs to, yeah, they should jump all over him. He's got great play speed. He knows how to find the ball. And I think he'd be a fantastic addition. Create some real competition in that safety department with DeMonte KZ, uh, Donovan Wilson, and those players. And, you know, if Dallas is looking to know line, looking at James Hudson, tackle out of Cincinnati, maybe a Trey Smith guard out of Tennessee. So, you know, Dallas is definitely going to fill some holes today. Hopefully they don't jump too far off the, you know, off the radar and go after someone they don't need, like, you know, I don't know, like a quarter. I mean, like a quarterback. I don't think that would be. A, I think that would be a waste of a pick. You know, maybe look for Dallas. Look for a receiver, though. That wouldn't be. You know, you got to start thinking of life after Michael Gallup, because chances are he does not get re-signed after this season. So, you know, Mike McCarthy. You know, I, I, I am. I want Jalen Darden to be a Cowboy. I, you know, because I went to North Texas. I'm. He's going to get drafted regardless. But obviously, I would like to see him be a Cowboy. I think he'd be a good fit. Nice gadget player. Nice speed guy that Dallas could really use. You know, Mike McCarthy talked about getting some speed guys um, in this draft, and Jalen Darden fits that model perfectly. So, and I talked. I was talking to my brother yesterday. Called him a poor man's 
Demonte Smith. And they, they're very similar in their, their size and how they play. And, you know, in pretty much all, you know, all receiving stats, especially out of the slot, Devontae Smith was the only player better than Jalen Darden in most of those statistics. You know, they were, they were there statistically together pretty much all season long. It's just, they, you know, Devontae Smith is Devontae Smith. So there's definitely a clear difference in talent, but that's why I call him a poor man's Devontae Smith because they look very similar. They play very similar. But, yeah, Dallas hopefully can uh, – Maybe find some gems in the fourth through seventh round. You no, know, it's always interesting to see what players come and make themselves a, make themselves a career out of the NFL out of these rounds, and what players don't. So, and I think Dallas, you know, may may need to make up for a bad third round um, because the third round was not great. It was not what everybody wanted to wanted it to be. Um, I think it can be good, but once again, that comes with time because we just have to see how these players look on the field. Well, that's it for the point. A little quick preview, review, review, preview of the draft. And I love the draft. We'll have another full seven-round review when the draft is over, probably on Monday. Uh, so, or maybe Sunday. We'll see what we'll see what happens on those days, if I'm busy or not. But, yeah, that's it. And, I'm, I, like I said, B-plus for the draft so far. Let's see if Dallas can improve. And, you know, with these later-round picks, you it's hard to really gauge them until they get on the field. So, you know, these, 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 uh, letter, these letter grades I'm giving out are pretty loose, given the fact that you just never know what's going to happen until these players get on the field. But anyway, my name is Brady Pointer. Once again, this is The Point. Please like, share, and subscribe, and I will see y'all next time.